Some girls just want to watch World Cup. Jeff Dale's another draft day. Dale is top five has the 98. I got one. just loves him some Kevin James. Fucking Kevin James. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. Oh, yeah. It's the history of bad. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 368. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. Go, Jim. I'm Jim. (laughs) I'm the intern. (laughs) I'm Blake. Hey! New year, new switch up. What is this? Ugh. Uh, welcome everybody to episode 368, January something, 2021. We have made it to 2021 somehow. Yay. I didn't think it was going to happen, but we did. So we are back um, this my, week. My, my, uh, my, cl- my calendar says it's December 36th. Oh, God. <laughs> so it just keeps going? Yep. Son of On, on iTunes, what episode number is this? Uh, 371. Why? Okay. Uh, I just want to make sure I'm on for 369. Oh, dear God. <laughs> That's next week, Blake. That's next All week. All right. I'll see you later. Okay, Ciao. see ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, after the last week's floppy episode, it was a big one yeah, last week. Yeah, what a great episode. Oh, my I God. love my top five for the Indiana Jones titles. <laughs> Did I forget them? <laughs> Yeah. That was two weeks ago. That was two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. That was two weeks ago. That's fine. I apologize. <laughs> I did not. It was a great them. top five list, too. I really prided myself on it. You know what? Your top five this week should just be that. Don't even worry I took, about our top I took pain, painful measures to come up with that top five. <laughs> I seriously did not see it. I apologize. I logged ideas for two weeks. I even put them on my phone. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. I really it's didn't right. see it's your them. show. It's your show. You do what it's you not want. Our show, my show. I forgot about yeah. it. I, I didn't even see it. Shut up, Blake. Shut it. <laughs> Shut it. You never read to the end of the page, do you? <laughs> uh, so thanks, everybody, for showing up last week. Uh, Jeff and Scab Jeff and Doug as the big votes last week. So that was nice for the Floppy Awards. Uh, congratulations, Jason C. Brown for Canadian of the Year. Um, hey. And Jeff is working on some design, so you can post it. You, you know, C is actually C is actually Canadian. That's his middle middle name. Jason Canadian Brown. Yes. Gotcha. He had to change it though for Hollywood. <laughs> Because there was already a Jason Canadian Brown uh, 
<laughs> in Hollywood, so he needed to just go for the C. Yeah, and he already won some kind of uh, Moose Movie Award from Canada Films. I don't know what that is. Well, they only make one film a year in Canada, so usually with Joshua Jackson, <laughs> too. So, uh, And it's only three-quarters of the length of American movies. <laughs> That's right. The market is very uh, saturated with Mike Myers films. Uh, uh, surprisingly, the Love Guru 7 just came out in Canada. It's really odd. It, it really <laughs> caught on up there. Uh, not so much here. Um, but yes, yeah, so congratulations, Jason C. Brown. Um, and sad news, uh, our second intern, uh, the fax machine uh, officially quit on us after not winning the intern of the year. So uh, we're looking for a new fax machine. Fax machine. I love that fax good. machine. So, Brian, you don't have it as did, much competition. It did things for me that Brian never did. What? Like what? Oh, no. <laughs> Put out for me every time I asked. Aww. Well, you, you've only asked once, and <laughs> it was the first time we ever met, so... <laughs> Well, to get to give Blake his credit, you know, he well, asked once. If he asked more than that, it's harassment. So he would want to stop. You know, I was wondering why I was sitting by myself on the Hobie casting couch the first night <laughs> you arrived. Uh, Jim, Jim made sure to tell me what what to look out for. <laughs> Surprisingly, Kristen Bell was on the call too. Oh. <laughs> just saying. Uh, let's see here. Um, so yes, thanks everybody for last week. Uh, we're coming up on our eighth year, I think. Seventh year? What are we at, Jeff? Seventh, right? We started in 2014. Who's counting? We've done seven, so we are starting our eighth year. Okay. Feels like an eternity. Dear God. <laughs> Blake's, Blake showed up. Blake showed up at episode 18. Uh, so he's been here seven and a half years. And uh, Brian and Jim, I don't know when you showed up. You just did. So I think it's been about two years for you, Brian, maybe. Not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Jim, I, I don't even know. Well, long, long enough for two, two uh, floppies. Yes. Yes. It's true. Um, and we did get, I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating. We did get people to ask us for a um, certification or a trophy or something to give to them, send to them. <laughs> Um, so they can post it. So, something to prove they actually won. Yes. Yeah, so Jeff, could you work on that for us? Um, I'm running through some ideas right now. Okay. Knuckle dust, uh, really wants one. <laughs> so, and Kevin wants one. Uh, and I think there was another one that wanted one. I'd like one. to have two of them, please. Oh, well, and Jen Adams, I'm sure wants one. <laughs> we'll get him the double donga. <laughs> Who or what is Knuckle Dust? Uh, best British indie film. Oh, okay. Uh, it was their first award. Did they really want one? Seriously? Yes, they did. They reached they... out and <laughs> the the director asked us, uh, "Hey, uh, can I get a something like that, like some certificate or trophy? Because that's our first award we won. So they want one. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, hilarious. We'll get on it. <laughs> we'll get on it, Knuckle Dust. Uh, so trolley's coming through. Uh, let's see here. You would think I would remember who or what won the awards, but ah, it's been it's been a week, two weeks, <laughs> two weeks since we recorded. Two weeks since recording, so 
Uh, Jim, did you get anything exciting for Christmas? Um, hmm. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Herpes? No, no. I, okay. That just keeps coming back. Oh. <laughs> it never is a gift that keeps on giving. Well, I didn't get like an engagement ring back or anything this year, so I guess it's a positive. <laughs> Keep your receipt. <laughs> Keep the gift receipt. Did anyone get anything exciting for Christmas this year? No. Uh, you no, did. I haven't had Christmas yet. You haven't had Christmas yet? I'm not having Christmas until the last two weekends of January. Oh, okay. Is it because your wife's working? Uh, well, that plus she got her first round of the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So we're waiting until she gets her second dose before we do anything with our families. Gotcha. gotcha. We had a uh, we had a close contact uh, with her that we had to quarantine for and. Ugh. She had to get tested and all that, so we just decided to push everything till the end of uh, this month. Is she? Are you guys still quarantined? No. Oh no. Yeah, that vaccinated. She got, her neg- got a negative back. Okay. Okay. But she get vaccinated yet? She got the first round. Uh, yes, uh, and then Pfizer or Moderna. It was the Pfizer. No. Moderna, yes. <laughs> Funky cool Moderna, okay. Yeah, she got the Moderna. Uh, any side effects? Uh, she just had a little soreness in her arm. Okay. So for a couple of days, that was really noticeable, but other than that. It's pretty much what you get with any shot. Yeah. The flu shot always gives me a pretty – my arm usually is pretty sore. I was going to say stiff, but I was just waiting for a side joke from somebody. Uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, we, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> when that one side is so muscular from. Yeah, uh, that's right. So the reason why I asked for the side effects, Brian, is because uh, my community Facebook page uh, stated a local restaurant had to close for two weeks because of COVID. So it had 151 comments. And I'm like, why is there 151 comments on this? So then I realized 118 of them were about if COVID was real or not from the local community members. Uh, one of them said, don't get that COVID shot because it gives you the flu. I saw it online. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Jeez. and then I hate people. You know, you, you know, they should just give rumors that it gives you uh, superpowers. <laughs> I mean, and then the, be- the best part is, though, one of the nurses I know in the community, she responded, no, it does not. There's no virus in there. It is not true. Please look up your information before posting. And then people kept going, I don't believe you. I think it does. And then another one said, well, it stops pregnancies. And so, <laughs> and God bless this nurse. God bless this nurse. She kept trying. She can, I'm like, no, just abort this conversation, ma'am. Just and at what point do you think a lot of people are just, you know, pulling her leg and just keep her yeah. going? Yeah. How many are just trolling versus how yeah, many I trolling? Would say- Knowing some of the people in my community, I would say probably not a lot. Uh, <laughs> I feel like some <laughs> of them are just <laughs> like, yeah, um, I could see that. I think there is trolling. 
and someone who trolls a bunch of people online because I get bored, <laughs> you just don't do it with that one, man. That one you just let go. <laughs> I saw a good meme. It showed the Golden Gate Bridge is like uh, anti-vaxxers be like, well, it's 99.997% safe to cross. I think I'll swim. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I'm, you know, then like the, there's a nurse in uh, Wisconsin that just got arrested for uh, he took out 600 doses of it and let him go bad because he on uh, purpose, yeah, on purpose, yeah, because he uh, he's, he's a, a con- he's conspiracy a, nut because he's jackass. Maybe he realized that they weren't getting distributed, so he just set them free. Maybe that was it. Maybe he was trying to be a good deed. No, yeah, no, no, no. no. So on no. the positive, we're not England or Scotland. They're shut down. Uh, they Again. are officially locked down. Again. Yes. Uh, good it old. It doesn't boy. matter. It's not like they can freely travel to the EU anymore. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Damn you, Brexit. We uh, could end up like the 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 Walking Dead, and if there was a government official alive, we would never be locked down ever again. Well, it's my freedom. My freedom. Uh, let's see. Jeff, did you get anything good for Christmas? I guess. Well, what'd you get? A book. What book? Game. Ready Player Two. Oh, the new one. Did you read it? Not yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Ready Player One is on HBO Max now, so I'm looking to watch that this week or so. Um, Uh. I've never read the book. I never read the book. Read the book instead. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I'll I, wait for the movie. Ready Player Two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, first off, uh, we do want to confirm uh, Tanya Roberts is dead. Are you sure? No. Uh, <laughs> Not a hundred percent. Ninety-nine point nine seven percent. Until the coroner comes out and confirms it. At this point, I'm not willing to to risk it. So, originally, the doctor, her doctor did say she is now dead. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. I mean, good. No, not good, <laughs> but like, thank you for clarifying, doctor. Not good. Not good. Oh my god! I suppose god. the publicist jumped the gun. There is that what happened? Well, what? her her husband, I guess, was or her friend was in the uh, room and thought she like she opened her eyes and then just kind of gave a last breath and then he he just thought she was dead because oh. she was and so he went out and he told the publicist and then she regained consciousness after that. <laughs> but he had but, like been calling like family members and stuff too. <laughs> oh yeah. Did she wake up and say, I'm not dead yet? <laughs> Shut up, you're not fooling anyone. I think I'll go for a walk. <laughs> Her publicist said, he's mostly dead. I'll print anyways. Well, <laughs> we apologize to the Roberts family here for this. Uh, uh, I guess we didn't do as much damage as her boyfriend, though. So, uh, yeah, she was star of uh, James Bond. She was in James Bond films. Uh, late- What's that? That's the show. Yep. She's in one James Bond film. Yeah, nineteen. Uh, she's in the seventies show, like Jim said. Uh, she was who's Charlie's mom? Angels. Oh, she was. Uh, what's her name? Laura Prepon's character. Donna. 
Yeah, Donna's mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't realize she was in Charlie's Angels. She was a replacement, wasn't she? Yeah, she was in the fifth played. and final season. Okay. She played Julie Rogers, a model turned detective. She replaced Shelly Hack. She replaced Shelly Hack. She was a hack. She um, was. That's why she was only on for a year. <laughs> um, when did the original cast leave? Well, uh, Jacqueline Smith stayed on the whole time. Okay. When they asked for a raise in Sexist Hollywood said, screw you, you're fired. (laughs) Farrah Fawcett left after a year because her husband, Lee Majors, didn't like a wife who worked. (laughs) And uh, uh, Jacqueline Jacqueline Smith was old. Kate Jackson left after three years. Do you think Lee Majors was mad because he's like, I make fall guy money. You get over there. Make me some breakfast. Damn you. I don't need you working. Fall guy, fall guy wasn't out yet. I know. I was just trying to make a fall guy oh, joke. Because anytime I can make a fall guy joke, Jeff, I'm going to make a fall guy joke. <laughs> you can make yeah. a, a six million dollar man joke. Oh, okay. Okay. She was also in Beastmaster. Tiny yes. Roberts. Yes. Yes, yeah. She was. Oh. And Sheena. Oh, Queen of the Jungle. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm looking up her IMDb right now. When she wrote yeah, the you know Z- that off the top of your head, Blake. We know that. Okay. <laughs> it's in my personal collection. And she was on the love boat, of course. Everyone was. Uh, Everybody was on the love boat. Everybody who was acting at that time was on the love boat in Fantasy Island. I remember- Even people who weren't acting were on the love boat. <laughs> I remember my dad coming home one day from the local video store and he rented Sheena. And all, everybody sat down to watch it. And we're like, why did you rent this? And he's like, I heard it was really good. And at one point, she's riding a zebra. And it was just yeah. a horse painted black and white. And yeah. throughout the film, it like the paint, the, the color that they put on the horse was like fading away. <laughs> I still remember that. And that was a <laughs> And then horrible it killed film. the horse because it was toxic. That's right. <laughs> it's not the Tin Man. Um <laughs> Uh God. No, when I first saw that Tanya Roberts was uh dead or dying, I was like, the white snake person? I was like, oh, wrong one. Wrong one. Okay. I'm okay. Similar. Very similar. Yes. <laughs> just frizz frizz her hair out dead on almost. Yes, she did. Tanya Roberts have got arrested for uh throwing and beating her husband. Really? Tanya she never did. It. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Tanya Roberts oh, never did. That's right, Tiny. But I bet they both danced on cars. Mm. (laughs) And looked hot. I think they did. Uh, We also watched. He was in the Blues Brothers animated series. I didn't even know they had one. Neither did I. (laughs) Neither did the Blues Brothers. Because I bet it's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think, Jim, do you think it's better than Blues Brothers 2000? I don't know if it could be worse, but it could be just as bad. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, So, Breath of Silence. Just a half breath, because we don't know if she's dead or not. (sighs) And then Breath of Silence for Adolfo Keonos. Keonos? Keonos? Keonos. Ryan, I I can't say it because I look over at you, and you're just laughing. Stop it. Stop it. He was in Breaking. Uh... Breaking and stuff. breaking two. Breaking two. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo. He was uh, 67, I think. He wasn't that old either. Um, Tanya, Tanya Roberts was 65. Um, so, Breath of Silence. 
So, uh, anybody you, could, you couldn't see it, but I did a I did a robot Brett Dolphin. Thank you, yeah. thank you, um, Don Wells. Really? Yeah, Marianne. Logan's Island. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, Ginger's the sole survi- survivor. Um, she wins. Um, what does she win? The island? Yes. <laughs> she was 82. Uh, Don, Don Wells. Wells. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that was sad. She died of COVID related disease. They said, um, she had COVID. Um, I did like the, the one meme that said Marianne's dead because people listened to the millionaire instead of the professor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Larry King is not dead. He's in the hospital, but he's not dead. So, yeah. 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 True. He, uh, they, they just brought him out of yeah. ICU today. Wow. Ooh, he might survive it. I feel like him and Courtney Love might repopulate the earth when we're all gone. I really feel like those two. Maybe. I don't think that's an earth I would want to live on. <laughs> I, I don't think Kurt, Courtney Love is as, um, uh, I'd say immortal as you place her to be. You know, I mean, she just survived taking lots of drugs. Yeah, but that was a lot of drugs. <laughs> and she skipped out on a murder rap, allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, let's see here. Uh, did anybody watch anything this in the last couple weeks? Any uh, quick one more breath of silence, oh, Jason. I'm sorry, who? Uh, Brody Lee. Yeah. A.K.A. Yeah. Luke Harper. Uh, we, we forgot. Yeah. That he passed away right before or right after we, uh, recorded last. So did you watch that, uh, AEW tribute show? I did. Woo. That was rough. That was, that was but sad. onions all over that place. Yeah. They had his son out there. Um, he had, a uh, Brody Lee passed away 42 years old or 41, um, non COVID lung issue. He's, uh, was fighting since October 29th. I think they said. Uh, he was at the yep. Mayo Clinic, and um, really sad too because he was just hitting his stride too. Like he, and it was funny, uh, uh, kind of funny because I, I kept thinking after the dog collar match that he had with Cody Rhodes, I was like, that was a good match. You know, he's probably going to go on to you know face Moxley or something. And then like you never saw him. And then somebody said he was out injured. I was like, oh okay. And then like you never heard about him. And it's because his family asked to keep it quiet. Um, but yeah, and then his son came out and hit MJF with a kendo stick, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, that was that was rough to watch. Um, but yeah, so with, with all the tributes I saw from him, for, of him, I mean, he seemed to be like one of the most well liked people in the industry. Yeah, they yeah. said they said he was just a good family guy. They said he would um, leave the shows at AEW, work till two in the morning, and then drive through the night just to get home to see his kids the next day. And his wife, so um, yeah, it, it it's sad. Uh, that one that one shocked me too. But I forgot about that one. Good job, Brian. So <sighs> on a happier yeah, note, sorry, I was I was I was distracted, but I did want to comment on Don Wells in her uh, exorbitant amount of USO tours in support that oh. she had done for the military. Really? Yeah. Would she sing? She did everything. She was Marianne. Well, I was just wondering what you did on the USA yeah. show tours. Yeah. She yeah, she was actually given like a honorary commander's jacket too from the oh. uh, Navy. So it was pretty cool. She wore it all the time. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, 
Um, did anybody watch anything? Lots of, note? of stuff. Well, don't those... tell me how Cobra Kai season three ends. I got two episodes to go. Oh shit! I, I haven't watched that. Yeah, I haven't seen a single episode yet. So don't uh, tell me how I... it even begins. I was shocked that Johnny died. What? <laughs> Straight off the first episode, man. I, was, oh. I, I didn't even know what they were going to do to finish. <laughs> I watched. I'm not sure the, the robot came in. <laughs> I watched the entire season the day it came out. Was it good? It. I loved it. it. I enjoyed it's, it. It's easy to watch, isn't it? It is real. Sad. It is. I had to stop myself so I can prolong the pleasure. Yeah. Um. Brian, uh, because of you, uh, we taped all of them because they had a marathon, and uh, my wife and I started Yellowstone. Ah. Uh, season yes. one. Uh, we got all three seasons taped. Oh, my God. We're, we can't stop watching that. That's a damn good it's, show. It is very good. Um, and uh, every is time that the I... the one with Yogi Bear? No, it is not. That's Jellystone. That's the uh, less serious oh. one. That's on uh, Jellystone is still is on. Um, uh, uh, sorry, Network. Spike. Spike Food Network. <laughs> Food Network. Oh, okay. Hey, boo boo. Uh, hey, that's the top five right there. Spike doesn't even exist anymore. I know. That's why I made the joke, Jeff. <laughs> Paramount is now Spike. Yes. No, Yellowstone's really good though. Uh, really enjoy it. Kevin Costner is awesome in it. His whole family's fucked up. Uh, Cole Hauser is incredible. Uh, his but. Kevin Costner's daughter in it, uh, when she's trying to, you know, basically make her play. We're only six episodes in, but like, uh, with the married, uh, uh, builder and that, uh, <laughs> my wife and I were like, it's all going to come together in the last episode that she's just makes this masterful plan and it's going to fuck everything up. And, uh, she is psycho that daughter. <laughs> And it, yes, but by the end of season three, you'll have a very different out, outlook of her and appreciation for her. Uh, and it's good. At least to see, we did. It's good to see Wes Bentley working. So that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Is it good? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he still chases plastic bags though throughout the show. Give me the plastic bag. It's so pretty. Uh, anybody else watch anything? Wonder, Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You guys went to the theaters, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Was there a lot of people there? There were people sitting in our seats. Funny assholes. <laughs> Did you cough on them? Get the fuck out. We walked up and we're kind of standing right in front of them. And they're like, are we in your seats? We're like, yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, are you sure? <laughs> they had no idea what seats they were supposed to be in. So they moved over one seat. And we're, and like, we're like, uh, no, there's supposed to be distance between people. You got to leave at least two seats between. <laughs> so they moved over like three seats and then they sit down. And the first thing I hear is, oh, this seat's broken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, before the pandemic, you have assigned seating at that theater. And, yes. it's, and it's like after the with the pandemic. I don't know. Have some thought. You know, they sell the seats. Like, get the fuck over. Are you sure they're yours? Yes. We were the first people to buy seats <laughs> for this show. That's <laughs> why we have the best one. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's either one of two things. Either they're, they're playing stupid on purpose or they're I, really high. 
I don't think I they were playing stupid. I don't think they were playing playing stupid. I think they just were stupid. <laughs> you know that vaccine gives you the flu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that one like, doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, it. it Reminds me of going to like the first Bengals game of the year when we go to our seats and we go down there. There's always somebody sitting in our seats, <laughs> and we're like, um, "These are our seats." And they're like, "Sure, uh, yeah. no, I've only been sitting in this seat for the last twelve years, dumbass. I'm not sure." And then they just try and move a couple seats down. We're like, "No, those no. are also our seats, and they'll be here soon." <laughs> Did you guys renew season tickets? Or are you going to? Uh, we that has not been discussed yet. <laughs> I don't. Uh, we haven't heard from from our contact no. who deals with the Bengals on next season yet. You got to. I'm sure the invoice will probably be coming out. They usually are pretty pretty fast about it. Because <laughs> they didn't waste they any get time. Their money. They didn't waste any time advertising for season tickets. Zach Attack, oh, yeah. baby. Zach Taylor, season three, baby. We're back. I'm not so I'm not so disappointed that Zach's back, but Lou's back is the one that I'm kind of like, uh Yeah. The, coordinator. Yeah. That was the one. That's the biggest one that and who knows? They haven't officially announced anybody yet, so I but I've heard he, he'll be back, but he was the one that I would – him and the offensive line coach were the two that I was most um, happiest if they would both be gone. And Jim Turner is gone. Yes. You know, I did hear uh, last night Dave Lapham uh, was talking about him, and he is 100% out the door. So that's good. Um, oh, the defensive line coach, Eason, and an assistant line coach. And the um, offensive, defensive lines, wide receivers coach. Uh, okay. Uh, the running, yeah. back, running back coach took a job with uh, University of Kentucky. Yeah. And I think there was maybe one other. But. And not to go into too deep of a conversation about football here, but even if you fired Zach Taylor, who else? Who do you get? There's real. I mean, Eric. Lewis. <laughs> I mean, Eric Bieniemy's not coming here because he's going to go. So he's he's got his pick of a job if he wants it. I mean, who do you get out Does there? Does he? Does he? Because no one's no one's hiring him. That though. poor guy. Yes, the problem is, is the problem for Bieniemy is he's with Kansas City. And a lot of these jobs are filled by the time they're allowed to even fucking yes. talk. Oh, yeah. He is. Yeah. He did interview this week. Um, but, yeah, like you said, they can't wait. So. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I'm okay with them giving him another, at least another season. But if they um, start off 0-6 or something, he's got to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Especially with the the effort that was put out on the field for the last game of the season, coming off of a two game winning streak, beating Pittsburgh, you gotta expect final home game of the year. You gotta expect a little bit more than thirty eight to three and giving up four hundred and eighty rushing yards to Baltimore. Well, it's because they were playing the linebackers back because they had no uh, cornerbacks. 
the uh, middle was wide. And then, oh, and, and then, yeah, they had no defensive line again with uh, Mike Daniels out again. So they, it was pretty much, we didn't expect to win it, but no, again, but the effort, the effort wasn't great. That, and I, I don't know, this is, it's kind of selfish, but I would have liked to have seen them. And they, they very well, they were trying in the second half to get AJ's record, but definitely we were trying. Yeah. And, and the problem is the defense was rolling two guys on top of him. They had a safety on there. So you could, there's a reason he only had 48 yards passing in the game. Yeah. <laughs> because in the second half, it was all AJ they were going to. And the defense is like, no, fuck you. You right. think they would be nice to just let him have one? No, <laughs> I mean, they were already beating the yeah. shit out of him. Jeff, this is a defensive coordinator who was pissed off that the Bengals kicked a field goal in their first meeting so they could, they didn't have a shutout. Hey, hey Jeff. He came out You're and blasted the Bengals. He came out and blasted the Bengals for kicking a field goal rather than going for it. You're supposed to put points on the board. Yeah, but they, he said they were down by so much they should have gone for a uh, they should have gone for it on fourth down. What he is, was pissed off, kicked the field goal. It is Baltimore. That's it. He doesn't have much going for it. Sorry. That, that was just so he could uh, claim that they didn't get shut out. Oh yeah, but uh, he, he he came out. And he was saying he was pissed off at it. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what they're supposed to. Point. It's more exactly. embarrassing to be shut out than to get. I mean. So, so do you think you think this do you think this defense coordinator was going to do anything to help uh, AJ Green to get a record? No, uh, especially with how badly he just he destroys the Ravens year by year. And, and after Tyler Boyd and Dalton scored that touchdown a couple years ago to knock him out of the playoffs, yeah. <laughs> well, that was cool. Uh, to circle yeah. back and Buffalo, became, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you guys know how the playoffs taste. Yeah. Do you even know what it tastes like? <laughs> well, it's going to taste like it's shit because our, our coaching staff. Hey, Brian, COVID out. 90%, of, 90% of Cleveland Browns won't know what it tastes like either. They don't have any taste or smell right now. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. The worst, you know, they've been so good all year. And then all of a sudden, the last three weeks, you're like, oh, Christ. Do you think God hates the Browns? Because I kind of do. No, no, I saw I saw a meme where they were talking about how Pittsburgh, the Steeler organization, learned how to weaponize COVID. <laughs> <laughs> there have been there are, there are three, there are four teams they played with that came out with outbreaks before it. I bl- I believe it, man. There's a conspiracy. Tennessee, Baltimore. The NFL I bet. needs to investigate. Is that but damn Heinz Ward? Baltimore once caused them to have their schedule all fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, what skanky hoes are they sending around the country? That's what I want to know. Just Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> just him. Uh, so circle back. Uh, how'd you guys like Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four? I really wanted to like it a lot, mm-hmm. but it was really average. The yep. longer the movie went on, the worse it got. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't I was, bad. I it was it just two and a half hours annoyed. long when I watched it. And I'm like, but I, it wasn't a good two and a half hours. <laughs> My daughter really loved it because she loves Wonder Woman. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and she and she's young to watch it and like it without, you know. Correct. And I was ready like to fast do. forward parts like, OK, you know, there's certain parts I, you know, ultra yeah. And I was like, there's no fight scenes like there's really not much, like there's three fight scenes. 
total. And I was like, oh, okay, which is okay. But for two and a half hour long superhero film, it's kind of disappointing the lack of fighting. Um, you know, even, even her fight against Cougar was Cougar. really disappointing. Cheetah. Uh, <laughs> Cheetah, sorry. <laughs> Cougar is the one you meet at the bar. <laughs> Kristen Wiig. Yeah, even, even, you know, Minerva uh, or Barbara. You yeah, say normal? Even that was, dis- <laughs> even that was disappointing. <sighs> uh, yeah. I, well, especially because, like, yeah, the the exciting parts of that fight were shown in the trailers. Mm-hmm. You know, there were some the, the two or three cool things that happened in that fight we already saw. So that fight was there. It, it wasn't the worst DC film uh, because there's a oh, lot. No, of no. Far, I mean, yeah, but it, I, I, mean, I agree with you, Blake. I mean, it was just, average. It was my, like my wife eh. when it was done, when it when when it was done, mm. she said, why, why can't they make good movies like Marvel? Said, I don't <laughs> know. Good question. Uh I thought Cheetah being transformed into what she was was kind of eh. Like just from the comic book sense, I thought it was a lot better in the comic books than that. Um, I was expecting her to be a bigger enemy. Yeah, she was better than Black Manta and Aquaman, right, Jim? Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> Jim, we got Black Manta. Nah, not really. No. I was like, if Black Manta's the bad guy, then let him be the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> but he'll be... So are we, going, are we going spoilers on this? It's been out for two yeah, weeks. We can. Well, I, I, and and, and I, I didn't understand. I understand the, the main uh, foe. Uh, what's his name? Um, Maxwell Lord. Yeah, I, I understand it's, it's the early 80s, and you got the tie-in to the you know early decade of greed. Mm-hmm. You know, more, more, more. You know, I still don't understand what he was still doing with all the wishes and stuff. It still didn't give me any clarification on his motivation other than he just wanted more. But I guess that was the whole thing. The whole thing was – yeah, and it's like, oh, so the wishes would only happen if people gave up stuff because it, it's like the wishes came true and then he said, now I'll take your army yeah. to the one guy. And it's like uh, – there was no condition on the wish. Uh, I felt like uh, the whole reason that they did the monkey monkey paw uh, story was basically just to get Chris Pine back. Right. That was it. Uh, I thought I thought the whole monkey paw thing was just a reference to a great literary twist. <laughs> the Simpsons. <laughs> The monkey's paw is not in a short story. No, I know. That's why I said <laughs> the monkey's paw. Yeah. I, I just thought they were trying to be cute. I, I but yeah, you, well, why, why bring back Chris Pine? Here's the thing I don't like about sequels that they do sometimes is that they can't advance the story. They have to go back. They have to repeat the formula that they had before. And you don't get anything new. And your your enemies don't have any build up. They're just all thrown in there. You just can't have one and focus on that backstory and make it a good, you know, protagonist antagonist. You know, you got to go back. Well, we have to go back, and we got to bring back Chris Pine, and we got to bring it. You know, it's it's like advance the advance the story. They didn't. They they did what bad sequels do. And I hate saying this because I hate when fanboys do it, but that is not Maxwell Lord. Like that's not him. Like it was weird. Yeah. And I and that's fine if you change the characters for movies. I don't have a problem with it. But it was weird. Like, that's not Maxwell Lord. That's not who he is. Yeah, I kept waiting for him to break out Grogu. 
<laughs> it was Maxwell Lord because that's what his name was. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Mr. Obvious. Uh, Gal Gadot really? still is awesome. I mean, she really is a great Wonder Woman. I like her. Um, I like the 80s throwback stuff, which mm-hmm. is kind of like why you like Cobra Kai. But the 80s throwback stuff, I did have fun trying to pick out, you know, who, who Chris Pine was modeling after. Yeah. You know, the, you know, with, you know, but other than that, I was like, eh, okay. Uh, but well, like I saw somebody said, it's like, okay, you, you decide you want to put put your new movie set in the 80s and you have all these 80s, throw, 80s throwbacks and not one single piece of music from the 80s. Yeah, I didn't even realize that <laughs> really? until until some yeah. one of my coworkers told me that. Oh my gosh, you're right. Horrible opportunity missed. I think and, uh, fanny, and fanny packs were stupid in the eighties. Yeah, still <laughs> they still are. Uh, I thought I, unless you're an obnoxious American tourist afraid to travel in New York City. I think I still put Wonder Woman the original. Shazam and probably even Aquaman above this. I, I, oh, I, oh, I put definitely put those yeah. three above it. Yeah. Um, it's not. It I, wasn't bad. What's that, Jim? The the opening scene bothered me because I just thought they were going to play Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Jim. <laughs> Look at the entire thing. It's like, oh, that's a Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the goal and. <laughs> I, uh, I did watch Soul on Disney Plus. Um, watch what? Soul, S O U L, the new Pixar movie. Yeah, that was uh, that was odd as well. Like from a regular film, it was very original and probably really really good. But it's tough to explain. Like as a kids' film, like you know, as you know, like looking at it for a family film there was a lot of stuff that went over all my kids' heads and like, not like cute stuff. It was just really weird. It wasn't humorous as much as I wanted it to be. Um, I mean, I still think it was a good film, but I don't think there's much replayability with that. Like the, like some Pixar films. So it was original. I'll give it that, but it was odd. Um, I, I saw a good meme about it. It said, uh, I never thought I'd have to explain, you know, watching a movie, Pixar movie, and I thought I had to explain to my child about deep yeah. things like death and afterlife and all this other kind of stuff. I'll, I'll say this, uh, and I, this is going to sound weird. I think it's my least favorite Pixar film, but I think it might have, it might be one of the most well-written Pixar films. So, Lee, so you're taking... The sequels to Cars. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, 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 okay. Well, maybe it's average <laughs> then for me. <laughs> maybe it's in the middle, Jeff. Because I liked it better than Ratatouille. Um, I mean, I think it was a really well-done film, but it just wasn't... I don't know. It was odd. I don't know. It's tough to explain. I don't even know how you uh, how to grade it. Um, but, yeah. There you go. Well, you, you, you grade it on what it is, not what you expected it to be. Yeah, and maybe that was it. I was expecting something from Pixar, and it was totally different. So, um, but yeah. Uh, anybody else watch anything? Uh, I watched the season premiere of The Rookie. That started this week. We did, too. I did, as well. Thoughts? Uh, I just thought they were, after, like, the first couple, I thought they were going to get really preachy with the entire... Uh, uh, since it's a cop show and all yeah. the demonstrations in 2020, 
they made a little comment about it early, but they, they got away from it. So I, I really thought they were going to go real preachy. And I'm like, I don't want a Shonda Rhimes show right now. <laughs> I, but, but watching the, the uh, like upcoming season highlights at the end, it's definitely going to be a theme throughout this season. Uh, Hopefully it doesn't turn into like every episode, but I, I don't mind the small little, you know, bits and pieces here and there, but I did like that. It doesn't look like from the previews that they're going to address COVID, which I'm fine with. Um, So I, I don't know if they do or not, but it literally picks up from the immediate second last season ended. mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and well, just I mean, the, just the previews for the, like the next several weeks, they never oh, wear yeah, ma- yeah. they don't wear masks, they don't have anything like that. I'm like, okay, because uh, my wife. Well, that, what's that? I just want to say that's my problem with the, the shows out there that do address COVID, address them for like one or two episodes, and then forgot about it and just go back on. And the Good like, Doctor did that, didn't they? I don't know. Yeah, I don't watch so the, good the, the first. Let's see. The first two episodes or three were all COVID, like mm-hmm. nonstop, like start to finish. And then they did a little time jump okay. after that just because they didn't want to make a whole yeah. season about it. Uh, Tim so, Allen's new show or Tim Allen's show has that too. Um, Man of the House or what is that? Uh, last, last Man, last man Standing. Yeah. The, <laughs> Are they complete deniers that exist? (laughs) They said said the first episode addresses it, and then they do a three-year time jump. Um, Three-year, okay. The writers said that they wanted to tell stories in the last season, and they couldn't do that with COVID and pandemics and quarantine, so that's why they jumped ahead. So, yeah, because, well, I guess it would be a two-year. It's 2023, it says it takes place after episode one. So, um, Trump's Trump still fighting to be president. <laughs> still contested. Yeah. Still, still squatting in the white house. Day 935. Squatting the white house standoff. Squatters rights. Squatters rights. <laughs> well, they said they aren't going to force him out. They're just going to, you know, cut off all electricity and stop all deliveries to the White House until he leaves on his own. Oh, they're going to do the uh, Seattle, Washington uh, method. And and I suppose they said Biden will uh, rule from the Blair House or something. The, uh, the Blair Witch Project House. All they really have to do is just close the McDonald's in the basement. You beat me to it, Brian. I was just going to say DoorDash won't deliver McDonald's. Stop deliveries of Diet Coke and close the McDonald's. He's out of there. I'll, I'll be honest. They probably should do that anyways of any McDonald's. <laughs> just stop. Uh, any uh, Anything else you guys watched real quick? Yeah, Vice had the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia marathon. Ah. I, uh, after I finished Sports Night on uh, IMDb TV, I uh, came across Coach on there, which is one of my all time favorite sitcoms. Uh, I remember watching it with my dad as a kid growing up. He loved it. So I've been, uh, I've been benching that pretty hard. 
It uh, man, I love that show. I forgot how funny it was. Even the Orlando Breaker seasons. Well, I haven't gotten to. I, I'm not into those seasons yet, but like I'm getting there. I, I just started season seven today. Okay, so they already wrote the daughter and son-in-law out of the show. Yeah, Kelly and Sp- Kelly and Spencer are gone. Where are they at? Didn't they move or something? Well, they got divorced. Oh, okay. And then she moved to New York. She she got a job in New York. Okay. So I suppose she couldn't stay in college the whole time the show was on. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's weird they don't ever show her graduate college. Well, she might She's not have like, graduated. She was in college for six years. <laughs> she just left. Those well, are called I mean, doctors, Jim. <laughs> she has three credits left. <laughs> well, it, that's funny because, like, the one uh, the one episode where they're talking about uh, Dauber, where he's been in school for eight years or whatever. He's been there for eight years. <laughs> And he's got like three different degrees, but he still doesn't have enough credits to graduate. <laughs> he's got like a, he's got a degree in forestry, and uh, what else was it? I don't remember what it was, but and it was like all all of his degrees were in the class or in the buildings that were the closest to where he lived. That's how he. That's how he picked his classes. They were closest to where he lived, so he didn't have to walk. Oh, uh, real quick, I forgot to tell you this. On uh, the rookie, his Castle's mom comes to visit. It's his mom from. Ca- uh, sorry, not Castle. Nathan Fillion's character. His mom comes to visit the rookie. It's uh, Castle's mom. <laughs> it's the same ca- actress. Oh, that's sorry. Cool. <laughs> sorry, not to interrupt, but no, no, that's. You did get me hooked on uh, Sports Night again. It's just, uh, I, I get so sucked into it, and then it's over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched uh, Flight Attendant uh, with Kaylee Coco, Coco, whatever her name is. Coco. Coco. Has anybody watched Coco. it? Coco. 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 No. I saw, like, an episode or something. Did you like it? Well, it was like the third episode, oh. so. <laughs> it, it, it's they don't not come really out of order for a reason, guys. <laughs> Somebody else was watching it, and I walked into the room. So. Somebody die in this? There was no plot to character development in the third episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's good. It's eight episodes. Um, there was some lull in the middle, but overall, it's pretty good. So, and they killed off Dario Naharis. Would you say the third episode was a lull? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's worth your time. Uh, my wife and I binge that pretty quickly through the holiday weekend week. So, okay, anything else we want? I mean, they, they killed off Dario Naharis in the first move in the first episode. Is that the guy? That's a character he played in Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. which which Dario Nahara? The replacement Dario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I rewatched Game of Thrones this week. The whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. All oh, seven seasons. I, I thought oh. you would stop after season five. It's eight. It's eight seasons, isn't it? 
Yeah, the last two seasons, though, are the same length as a regular season, so they just count as one. Yeah, even watch the end. That's where they got lazy. There were some good parts to the end, but, yeah, it was not still disappointing. Could you see the battle that was all pitch black? Did they make that adjustment? No, no, I still have no idea what happened in the uh, (laughs) battle against the, the White Walkers. Oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> I saw some flame up here and then some flame over there and then I saw a, a, a glint of metal torch boy and, and, and then the the, the the Night King dies and then Spoiler. Up, yeah, well, did, did, did it show where Arya actually came from? Um, the tree out of, <laughs> out of the darkness because everything was dark. She could have been standing right behind him. I couldn't see. <laughs> I've been here for six days behind you. <laughs> Boo. Uh, uh, anything else? Real quick. Any quick reviews? Anything else before we move on? No? Nope. Okay. I'm trying to remember. I watched a bunch of shit, but I can't remember. So If you think of it, come on back. I, uh, I spent all weekend playing games. What'd you play? Um, oh, well, I decided this year I'm going to log all my plays into IMD or IMDb, into Board Game Geek. Mm-hmm. So let me see. What did I play? Like, did you play uh, online with friends? No, I, uh, I was out of town. Oh, OK. Awesome. Did you? Uh, we, we, well, while you played, look at, I played Clue Liars Edition. Ooh, I don't my, know my what friends, that is. My friends aren't real good at Clue. Uh. So <laughs> I easily won both games. Were they all drunk? <laughs> uh, we were all pretty pretty tipsy, but they they just don't get the the intricacies of asking what somebody else asks and this and that. <laughs> And they actually murdered and, someone, Brian. They literally just killed somebody. Who did it? Lights are off. <laughs> yeah, you won't see Jersey around anymore. <laughs> uh, see, the oh, games sorry. I played, I played Deception, Murder in Hong Kong, Lords of Waterdeep, CV, Tiny Epic Galaxies, Elysium, Everdale, Call to Adventure, and Abomination, The Era of Frankenstein. Did you say Riverdale was one of them? No, I said Everdale. Oh, Everdale. I you said Riverdale. I was Archie. <laughs> uh, what, which one was your favorite? Of uh, those, my favorite was probably Elysium. Okay. Is it the one with Matt Damon? No. Oh. Sorry. Matt Damon was not in the game. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, okay. Well, uh, let's see here. We had a poll of the week. I think we did. I don't know. Uh, I think we did. Jim, go ahead and read that one. The Twitter poll of the week. Again, I have no idea what the. Oh, shit. You don't know the saying. winners. Never mind. I yeah. got it, Jim. I got it. Oh, no one voted on this Twitter poll. Uh, what was your favorite thing you watched recently? We had Soul, One Woman 1984, Cobra Kai Season 3, and The Stand. Had decent amount of votes. Uh, last place was the stand at 10%. Uh, I just watched the first episode. I watched the first episode of it and that's it. So 
Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 was at 12%. And winning 40 to 38%. Close one. Cobra Kai Season 3 beating out Soul. Doesn't go. surprise me. Uh, I think they said they had six seasons planned out for Cobra Kai. Is that what they said? I think it was six. He teased. Oh, yeah. He teased they can go up to six. Yeah. They're planned out for six. Wow. So but I, guess I didn't I think realize they need this, to get but signed the for entire. Six, right? Sorry, Blake. Um, That's all right. The entire third season Netflix didn't do. It was already completely. It was shot. already made. Yeah, it was yeah, already. I didn't, I didn't realize that. I thought that like YouTube had stopped, at, like started, but then stopped because of COVID, and then. They just decided to sell it, which would make sense because they're trying to, you know, get out of the doing that. But I didn't realize that it was all completely done. And then which is awesome because Netflix bought it and they gave them a huge ton amount of time to build their writer's room for season four. Oh, yeah. Which is which is awesome. It was easy. It's it's an easy sell too. Like, hey, we're going to sell this as a pilot season. You guys can fit. It's a finish for you guys to take. <laughs> yeah, so it was easy to sell. Sure, uh, Blake. Do you think six seasons is too long? I don't know. It depends how it depends how it plays out. I mean, it it is it, easy and fun to watch, but it's also very predictable. So predictable. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you can only you can only have Johnny and uh, uh, Danny so mad at each other for so long. Uh, well, it, it's pretty good across all demographics because you got you know you know fogies like me who you know grew up watching Karate Kid and and uh, so you got your adult storyline there and continuing on your nostalgia from the eighties and then you got the younger generation is a little River Daily. You know Riverdale's ish. Mm-hmm. You know you got your you know so they 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 do a good job of going across the across the spectrum of bringing everybody in, you know, with the kid, you know, soap opera too. But I was kind of wondering that I haven't seen any criticism of it yet, but you know, there's a couple risky, you know, a little bit of risky sexualization of the, the minors going on and maybe a little bit of some stereotype stuff that, you know, if people wanted to wrap their, you know, wrapped around the axle, they probably could. They did write off the one female character from Cobra Kai. Um, so I yeah, she went to private school. Is that what it was? That's yeah. because of the uh, the fight, fight okay. at the end. They but they did say that um, she'll be back. Okay. Um, they just didn't have anything for her this season. Um, yeah, just like the that the Kyler. The character Kyler mm-hmm. from earlier in the first season or second season, he comes back. He comes back, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because so, actress was not happy that she was not in third season. She she went to Instagram. I don't think she was pissed off, but she was kind of like heartbroken and she, yeah. That's kind of I think what it was is like I don't think she. I think they like she knew it was going to happen, but mm-hmm. she, I mean I I get it, but they they definitely said like she's not done with her like they're not done telling her part of their story yeah Yeah. the i still but i I do i do i do like how they keep reaching back into the movies and the sequels and bringing those characters forward it's pretty cool i just like how they're in this this town in uh california pretty decent sized town and they keep running into each other 
How is that possible? It's the smallest town I've ever seen. Oh, and, and you and you know it's going to happen too. Yeah. When the scene starts, you're like, uh oh, Robbie's going to show up. Well, another yeah. date night. Oh, look, we run into Johnny. What? How does that yeah. happen every fucking time? And by the way, you really have to do a lot of reality suspension here because, you know, there'll be a lot of kids in uh, juvenile detention and adults in jail <laughs> by now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I just Is like I, back? I really like how they make fun of themselves and like, what karate's still a thing. <laughs> uh, the one t- I I did like the scene where uh, you, you know Danny's trying to get the uh, he's at the PTA meeting saying, hey, you know this is what happened, and somebody yells out, hey, I, that's not the way I heard it. I heard you were the bully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, reference to the YouTube theory. Yeah. Uh, that was funny. Uh, Blake, why don't you do some listener feedback for us here? Sure. You're going to have to pretend that there's some paper crumbling. Because I got gotcha. you. did everything digitally. Thanks, Jim. Thank All you. Right. Now it's time for the bomb listener feedback brought to you by China. All right. Thanks, China. That's Thank right. you, China. Thank you. Uh, when you are country oh. for the dead, the dead wrestler. <laughs> I'm talking to our future overlords. China. Oh, I, I want to go on the record that I like China. Of. There you go. <laughs> All right. We start off this uh, feedback from who other than, you know, that one guy. Seven. Eight pants. Formerly known as? Doug. Big yeah. D. Oh, no, right. He says, uh, and I guess, you know, I, I must have, he must have thought about this because of, uh, you know, Adolfo uh, Quinonia was in the news, but he He's does say breakdancing is a sport at the Paris Olympics in 2024. Uh, do, you, do you guys have enough time to prepare? Uh, Blake just ruined my joke, I was going to say. I'm like, yes, they did it now because they knew somebody else would have a chance to win. The <laughs> <goal is not. laughs> Uh, I don't know. I've, I've seen those time South, to prepare. South we just Koreans can break to prepare. <laughs> How is this? Is this like an actual medaled sport that they're going yep. to do? Yes. <sighs> they are trying to uh, get hit. Bring in a lot more urban sports or whatnot. And yep, this is one of them. Hacky sack going to be in there? Hacky sack? <sighs> Probably someday. I, I just know we need less sports that have judges. Uh, I hate Olympic judges because I agree. They suck. They're horrible. So maybe more fencing, sword type plays, sword type events. Um, like re- you could do lightsabers. Like I don't, I don't like fencing because it's bullshit. It's done by score. It's yeah, it's done yeah. by score, and it's all like. It should be to the death. It should be to the death. You're right. If it was to the death, there wouldn't be any of that bullshit. They would actually try to fence. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and then you wouldn't have a dispute of a winner. I mean, unless they both die at the same time. Uh, but then that's just well, no, well, what you're saying is we just need to go back to the days of the Coliseum and gladiators. Well, we're not we're not heathens here. I mean, we're not <laughs> we're not, you know. <laughs> yeah, they the wrestlers can keep their, you know, onesies on. Uh, as long as Ken Patera's there. Uh, what else, what else you got? Uh, next one's from Jeannie. Oh, Jeannie. Yeah. She says, Jason, how do you throw anal? 
This is what you said a few episodes ago, and I'm curious on this one. Well, <laughs> you did say it. <laughs> I wish we had the sound bite that we could reference it and we could play it now. Ready? I got it. So you throw anal like this, and I mean, I mean the anal beads. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so use KY, and uh, you just pick up the ass and you just throw it. That's all you do. That's all you do. Just throw an anal away from the rest of the body. Yes. Yes. No, I, I thought you were going to reference the uh, fake ass that you're there when you go to the <laughs> anal workshop and you don't have a partner. HBO Real Sex, uh, the t- old TV show, did teach me that you can get <laughs> fake asses for at an anal workshop. <laughs> if you didn't have a partner to practice with. No, I didn't. <laughs> Just move it in and out. Oh. That was you know, a real this podcast is a lot like an anal workshop. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> the worst part about it is it was odd, and Jason has to call me and tell me to turn it on. <laughs> Jim, I'm watching Real Sex. You got to turn this on. There's a guy by himself at the anal workshop. Everyone else has a partner. This guy doesn't. <laughs> and he was taking notes in a notebook. Self-help class. He was. He was taking notes. Guy was just trying to make himself better. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Honey, I'm really good at doing anal now. I took a workshop. Um, get out. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's on his Tinder profile now. <laughs> I was Wouldn't you put it on yours though? If you you, you went and took the workshop, wouldn't you want to advertise that? Education, bachelor's in communication. It's from USC. Anal workshop. Anal Graduate. Well, I don't think you want that on your. Uh, <laughs> you don't want that graduated on your cum laude. <laughs> cum loud? Yeah. Oh. That's a good internet. I thought it was Magnum cum laude. <laughs> from this moment on, guys, this episode, from this moment on, we're taking the high road. Oh, yeah. Especially- when Where the name of the uh, episode is going to be Anal Workshop. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> no, no, it's not going to be Anal Workshop. It's going to be a lot like an anal workshop. <laughs> Please go to the next question. Graduating Magna Cum Loud from the Anal Workshop. <laughs> Stop it. This is 2021. We've got to be taking the high road. Right walk in. I haven't made That's one. Right. I haven't made one Quibi joke all year. Sure. Oh, there you go. No, it wasn't a joke. It wasn't uh, a joke. What, what better way to kick off on the high road than from Kevin at Cincy Explorers? And why would President-elect Biden choose Meg Whitman, former CEO of Quibi, <laughs> to be Commerce Secretary? Kevin owes a dollar. Because <laughs> Biden likes his sound bites in ten minutes. Because <laughs> Biden's um, a Democrat. Because he'll pick failed CEOs to run commerce. Because the Republicans picked a failed businessman to be president. I don't call him a bit. I don't consider him a businessman. He's a reality TV show. My bad. Sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. I'm about to say because to Biden, uh, Meg Whitman is hip and with it. She's so much younger than he is that she's got the pulse on what the kids like. I, I actually thought this was Meg from Family Guy at first. <laughs> shut up, Meg. This was a joke. <laughs> Maybe that's all <laughs> Biden wants to do is just say, shut up, Meg. <laughs> shut up, Meg. 
Once and they really, close this deal with Roku, you guys are going to be very upset with yourselves. Wouldn't she be better than Linda McMahon? Uh, Linda McMahon can take a chair shot a lot better than Meg Whitman. <laughs> Do we know that for a fact? Have oh, yeah. Really, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have we given Meg Whitman enough chair shots to find yeah, out? Uh, Linda Linda McMahon just wanted everyone in the world to be a 1099 contract worker. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't have to give anybody any health benefits. <laughs> we gave your t- kids tickets to WrestleMania. That's good enough. <laughs> Fuck you and your wrestle- your <laughs> health care. <laughs> Good times. Uh, <laughs> I'm just telling you, you guys wait. Wait till Quibi makes a deal with Roku, and then they're going to be back in business. <laughs> First. Now, if you have Roku stock, sell it now. <laughs> oh, that's $2. <laughs> Brian, uh, I'm taking the high road. Did you see this? I, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm just curious if you've uh, – I need to see – uh, some proof of your no, I uh, have donation. I will be doing it. I will be doing it. I have several checks I have to go out this week. <laughs> checks. Your IOU is in the mail. It is. Mm-hmm. Speaking of IOUs, I, I, I forgot Heno's uh, 12 Days of Hobie Christmas. I forgot how good that was. We that did. was like professional level song mm-hmm. here. At the Great end of uh, the Floppy Awards last week, yes. uh, listen to the end. You have the tw- uh, 12 Days of Heno. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, from the cinema persons, mm. said, uh, "Who's made better direct video movies, Bruce Willis or Nick Cage?" Easiest question of the night. Uh, it's got to be Nick Cage because he didn't make Hard Kill. It's got to be Bruce Willis because Nick Cage directed uh, video movies star Nick Cage. It's got to be. I haven't watched any of their directed video shit, so. <laughs> you know, I made. But, this but the Bruce Willis ones don't star Nick Cage, so they've got something going for them. I made this comment the other night. We were scrolling through, like, doing the, like, scroll through Netflix, and then we went to Hulu, and then just trying to find movies. And there's literally, like, three or four. Bruce Willis movies on every platform where he's like some sort of a cop or a sheriff or something. And I'm like, this guy just never is not working. Like that's all he has to do. Good for him. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Casper Van Dien. Keep doing it. If he can make money doing it and some people are dumb enough to watch it. Uh, Randall Holt did say, uh, sent us a message today that, um, many moons ago today, Rocky four was the number one film in America. So yes, it was know. just to let you know. Thanks, Randy. Jeff's favorite film. Uh, it's a good film. Uh, what else we got there, Blake? Oh, well, I, I was just thinking, you know, he's kind of like the, uh, the American, uh, version of Michael Caine. My cocaine. Yeah. All right. That's so. Hackman. 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 All right. So uh, wrapping it up here, we always end with Professor Number One at Doctor Number One. It says, "Why did you leave, Dev?" <sighs> Off the floppy presentation list. That would be the the fax machine's fault. Uh, I sent a fax over to Shot of History. <laughs> 
and to Dev. And uh, the, the fax machine said, screw you. I'm not sending it. Not our fax machine. Yeah. I'm sure our fax machine sent it. I mean, a shot of alternate history fax machine didn't work. You think? Uh, our, our fax machine left in shame after that. <laughs> our fax machine is not here anymore. So, uh, so Dev, we apologize. Uh, if you would like to send in a video record or audio recording, we will add it to next week's episode. Uh, you picked the category, um, so we apologize for that. Um, and because of that, uh, fax machine no longer works here. So, uh, good news is, and and I don't get my daily joke now. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Maybe Brian can, every, maybe intern Brian can help you. Every day 11.15, I was so used to getting that joke from the fax machine, but... Intern Hackney, <laughs> tell, tell Jeff a joke. Hey, Jeff. Yes? Why is this podcast such a joke? I don't know. Why is this podcast such a joke? Because it's more of an anal workshop than anything. <laughs> From this moment, I on. got it. I got a news break. Uh oh. Is it about Dr. Stray? No, it's uh, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger might have a favorite. Uh, Chris uh, uh, might have a favorite in the Chris Wars during a recent Instagram telethon on uh, on his son-in-law Chris Pratt's page. A 73-year-old Terminator accidentally called him by the wrong name. <laughs> he called him Chris Evans. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Wait, my daughter married who? <laughs> oh, I don't approve of this marriage. I thought it was Chris Evans. <laughs> Star Lord? No. <laughs> Especially after I saw uh, his. Uh... Long. Instagram uh, post earlier this year. Uh, it's going to be interesting. He's got to play a bisexual Star Lord in the movies. Uh oh, it's called acting. I think Chris Pratt doesn't care. He'll do it. Uh, so apparently, Doctor Dre is in the ICU. He had a brain aneurysm. Oh, that's not good. No. Hey Jeff, I just noticed that you have a killer rabbit behind you. You mean this? Hello. Uh, Jeff, give me some music for News of the Geek. Music for News of the Geek. You know, I just I just realized Jason asked everybody what they got for Christmas, but he didn't ask me. What'd you get for Christmas, Blake? No, I ain't telling you now. Okay. Go ahead, start the start the music, Jeff. Okay. Is that a good intro? I like it. I'll approve. Per Men's Health, YouTuber Mike Vorshowski, a.k.a. Dr. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wasn't he in uh, Monsters, Inc.? Oh, I was thinking of V.I. Vorshowski, so. (laughs) That could work, too, Jeff. Uh, Uses his platform to dispel medical misinformation. Uh, most recently busting coronavirus myths and clarifying some of the key facts about pub- public health during the pandemic. Like, pubic health. Like, pubic health, too. Uh, the COVID vaccine does not give you the flu. Uh, flu. 
in recent video, he lists 16 popular medical TV shows and ranks them in terms of their scientific accuracy. We didn't get to all 16. Uh, let's see. Attaway General. What the fuck is Attaway General? Anybody I know? don't know. I thought he said popular. Uh, like, the the uniforms shows. aren't right. They're wearing hair nets at times. They're having teenagers deliver medical care as volunteers. Just nothing makes sense on the show. Uh, Doogie Hauser. The entire premise of the show, in which a teenage Neil Patrick Harris works as a professional physician, is far-fetched to the point of ludicrous. What? You think? That's bullshit. Uh, Dr. Mike objects to the scientific inaccuracies depicted in the plots. Not to mention a very dated scene in which an older woman attempts to seduce him. <laughs> we're just talking medical here, Dr. Mike. <laughs> we don't need yeah, to... I thought we were talking medical. What's up with that? Yeah, no, no, no. I, after reading this, I, I get kind of disappointed in some of his takes on the shows because it's not all about the medical. Like, I really like it. It's, yeah. It's, it's not accurate. Just tell me if it's <laughs> well, accurate. It's really accurate. I just didn't like it. Uh, nurses, <laughs> future floppy winner for worst show of 2021. Uh, I'm calling BS. I love nurses. They're the backbone of medicine. The show itself didn't give them justice. Uh, Transplant, one of my favorites. Uh, very first episode of the series, Mike couldn't help but notice a lack of chest compressions in scenes when they would very much be necessary. Okay. Well, and that, but he does put on <laughs> something else down here on another show that, <laughs> where they do chest, people I know watched it, and the chest compressions they do are all wrong, but he doesn't even mention that. <laughs> <laughs> so would he rather have more chest compressions even if they're they're wrong or just not bother with them. Because well, compression is better than none, Jeff. I mean, they're not going to get it right. So I wouldn't say none. <laughs> some wrongs better than because you could actually damage somebody doing it wrong and not help them at all. <laughs> it's 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 all about the effort. <laughs> I was trying. <laughs> Jim, you dropped an anvil on his chest. My dear God. I was compressing his chest. <laughs> you damn, I got it from the Acme store. Uh, Royal Pains uh, is the most medical accurate show out there, he says. The medical accuracy is out of this world. Hello, 2010. Uh, the Night Shift. Uh, just so much unrealistic action happening, it made it feel not medically accurate. But what did he say about Royal Pains? The medical is accurate, but that one guy knows all this stuff right away is not accurate. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> this but one doctor can diagnose everything. <laughs> yeah. He's an ER Do they actually have like medicine five hour ER waits? <laughs> the whole episode is just waiting in the ER, Blake. It's like the Seinfeld episode at the Chinese restaurant. That's all it is. Uh, all right. I know uh, Grey's Anatomy. I know it's the most popular medical drama of all time. It's just not medically accurate. It's no not. Shit. Uh, Scrubs. Uh, he didn't know where to place it. I don't. I do think it's an accurate satirical representation of what happened but it is not medically accurate, which I'm going to disagree with because they talk on their podcast that they take great pains to make sure it was accurate. So number yeah, one, like dumping the puppies on the guy as a cure. That is accurate. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, House MD 2004 called uh, while the show is incredible scientific rigor. 
I think the way my friend House goes about it is just reckless. You know why? Because it's lupus, Jeff. It's always lupus. It's never lupus. <laughs> it was a great show, though. <laughs> and House is probably one of the better shows on here. Uh, Code Black? Yeah, if he didn't have his personality, it'd be pretty damn boring. Uh, uh-huh. Code Black? Uh, this one is so on point that it feels like it was written by medical professionals. Uh, he couldn't find anything wrong with Chicago Med. Uh, let's see here. The good doctor, he believes it'd be a truly to, true to life depic- depiction of what it's like to work in the medical profession. Except you got that fucking asshole lead. I am the good doctor. I have a 10 inch strong. Every woman wants me. That's all I, at least I get from the commercials. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Wait, the good doctor? Yeah. Out- <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Fucking kid, that fucking guy. God. You know what? They should compare uh, the medical shows and their accuracy and in relation to their popularity in actual, uh, you know, number of seasons and 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 popularity. I like I said, I'm always intrigued to see like how accurate these shows are actually being. Um, and I've still no going me- back to the Good Doctor. I don't think Jason's seen an episode of that description. <laughs> <laughs> but every t- every time a commercial, but that's typical Jason fashion, talking shit about something he knows nothing about. Hey, hey, hey! I read online about these COVID vaccines, Brian. You calm down, okay? Uh, no, every just time- wait you get microchipped. That's right. Well, then I'll be able to find myself when I get lost. Did you? See the thing going around that people thought they saw a microchip in the uh, COVID vaccine, like a picture on the news. And these conspiracy theorists like went down this rabbit hole and it comes to find out somebody shrunk a VCR and put it in a viral just to be funny. And (laughs) that's why these conspiracy theories thought it was a microchip. Yeah. Let let me think about this for a second. They don't want to be microchip, but they all have cell phones. Yes, and they carry with them everywhere, and they have the uh, uh, location GPS on, location on. <laughs> yeah, and and for how many ever years they've been more than willing to take Pfizer's word on Viagra, giving them yeah. directions, but they don't want anything to do with uh, their vaccine for this. It's it's fake. Watch the Gene Hackman, Will Smith, uh, Enemy of the State. It's how it works with the phones. Uh, let's see here real quick. Uh, comicbookmovie.com. Because Will Smith will never steer us wrong. Uh, it's true. It's true. Um, yeah. We need th- to thank Will Smith because because of him, we have, we have Cobra Kai. See the cause for it? He was one of the, one of the main driving force behind it. Oh, good for him. To get it on YouTube after his, uh, his kid, Jaden was in mm-hmm. the, the, the terrible movie. remake. Yes. Was that Jackie Chan in that one? Yes. Okay. And they don't they don't learn karate, they learn kung fu. Oh. But even to this day he is still an executive producer and then uh Will Smith is on Cobra Kai. Hmm. And Jada Pinkett Smith's like brother is one of the writers, I think. Uh-huh. So my question is when does Hillary Swank join the cast? Mm. <laughs> I'm a girl, you know. Uh, it'll probably happen before it ends. That would be awesome. Based on what I just the the article that I was reading that where they were talking about how the series got sold and how uh, 
they had all this time to come up with the season four storyboards and stuff that some of the other characters from other movies. And that was specifically one that was brought up and they didn't say no or yes, but it definitely sounded like one way or another, they're going to get her in there. One way or another. I'm going to get you. Uh, let's see here. Um, comicbookmovie.com. 2020 wasn't a good movie year for movies. Uh, everything got pushed back from No Time to Die, Black Widow, and Venom, colon, Let There Be Carnage. I think uh, that was the understatement of the year. Uh, let's see here. Bad Boys for Life. We didn't, weren't able to do this last week on the floppy episode because they weren't out yet. We always do year end. Uh, Bad Boys for Life made $204 million. Uh, let's see here. This is domestic. Uh, 1917 yeah. made 157 million. Some of these are things that were released at the very end of 2019. Yes, sorry. Just you didn't mention that, and it is in the article. Sorry, December 2019. <laughs> uh, Sonic the Hedgehog made 146 million. Jumanji: The Next Level made 124. Uh, Rise of Skywalker made 124. Really? That's it. In 2020. Oh, Most okay. of the I money gotcha. it made was in I gotcha. 2019. I gotcha. Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey made $84 million. Uh, Doolittle oh, <laughs> made $77 million. Little Women made $70 million. Uh, the Invisible Man, which was 70% of 100. Uh, the Invisible Man, $64 million. Uh, and The Call of the Wild made $62 million. Uh, Harrison Ford, uh, that's on HBO Max right now. So there you go. That was Doolittle. Uh, oh, God. As for the worldwide box office, Chinese movie The 800 came in at number one with Bad Boys for Life in second. Uh, worldwide Tenet was four, Sonic was six, and Harley Quinn Birds of Pe- uh, Prey was number nine. So there you go. Uh, Jeff, uh, you want to do some box office news and world report? All right, the box office. Wait, we're not going to do our uh, network promo space or at least give the promo code for Izzy since you didn't talk about Rock it Rock it away there, Jimmy. What's the promo code? I don't know. Hobie Pod. <laughs> Hobie Pod. <laughs> at Untidy Venus. Uh, at Etsy slash Untidy Venus. Yes. So go to Etsy, Untidy Venus shop, uh, put in Hobie Pod and say 15%. <laughs> After she marks you up, 25. Stop it. So, go there. They have a lot of great stuff. She actually has come out with some new stuff there. Uh, some good geeky stuff. New stuff, new stuff. La, 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 la. And, uh, Jeff, what are you doing September 17th through the 19th? I hope to be at the uh, Duke Energy Convention Center. That's right. Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 17th through the 19th. Check out com. Uh, tickets go on sale March, April? Ish. Ish. I heard a rumor about somebody going to be there. Uh, Hobie's going to be there. Hobie. Uh, that's the rumor I heard. I heard Hobie's going to be there. In charge? And maybe the cinema guys. And the cinema guys, yep. And uh, uh, Archie from Riverdale. Uh, that's not been confirmed yet. Uh, but he may be there. And uh, why wouldn't you want to And he may not be there. There is a chance he might be there. We'll be on the stage uh, playing trivia, having lots of fun. Uh, so get your vaccine so we can actually have some Comic-Cons this year, please. Please. 
there's a chance Chris Evans will be there too. <laughs> Not Chris Pratt though. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> or Chris Pine. Ooh. What about Chris Hemsworth? Mm, Chris. Can we just get all the Chris's there? Nothing like a Chris sandwich. Uh, Chris Con, Cincinnati, 2021. <laughs> Chris ben- why, do you only have, why do you only have four guests? That's all we can afford. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, we can't afford that many. One of these guys isn't getting paid. We're just not sure which one yet. Uh, is that Crispin Glover? Yeah, we had to cast stretch on that one. <laughs> hey, I would invite Crispin Glover to Chris Fest. Is that Chris Penn? <laughs> He's dead. The corpse of Chris Penn. Maybe the corpse of Chris Penn. <laughs> there you go. Are you sure he's dead? Because I heard Tanya Roberts is dead too, but I don't believe that. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, Jeff, do some box office news world report. Oh yes, I was starting that. Uh, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, made five point five million, a total of twenty eight point five million on a two hundred million dollar budget. The Crudes A New Age made $2.2 million, a total of $34.5 million on a $65 million budget. News of the World made $1.7 million, a total of $5.4 million on a budget of $38 million. Monster Hunter made $1.25 million, a total of $5.5 million on a $60 million budget. And Fatal Lay... Oh, made $700,000, a total of $3 million on an unknown budget. I'm just excited that at least for four of the movies, I got to talk about uh, incomes of over million. It is nice. It is nice. Um, they were talking about how Wonder Woman was a uh, failure at the box office. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> what the fuck do you want them to say? It, it's made $28 million for a movie that you can watch on television. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a rousing success. Do you want to go back to uh, eight eight months ago when it was four hundred thousand was the number one film, and five hundred dollars was the number five? <laughs> Hope he was four hundred ninety nine dollars away from beating it, <laughs> being the well, top the, five. There was that one film there, that set the record for the lowest uh, lowest amount for, to lead the box office yeah. for a week. Yeah. Because they sold two tickets. Yeah. So go fuck yourselves. It got to the point that we were doing drive-in movie theaters <laughs> totals. <laughs> yeah, the, there was an interesting article about Wonder Woman 1984 and talking about the how they were perplexed at how they got such a negative word of mouth, you know, on social media and, and everything else. And they and they coupled that with the you know, release at home versus the movies, you know. So, and they were just, you know, complaining. Well, number one, they were complaining about all the negative reviews that Wonder Woman 84 was getting. was wondering, well, is this the, is this the future of the uh, release at home, you know, franchise? And, and, you know, the way this is ruining the uh, movie market where, you know, you don't spoil anything for anybody because you want to go to the movie cinema first and go watch it, but because everybody's at home and downloading it, everybody feels free to go ahead and spoil it for everybody. And I thought, well, I'll put my own little twist on it. How about the fact that, you know, when you go to a movie, you're making a one-time, you know, transaction of, you know, 10, 15 bucks for something in big anticipation. And so I guess that's a little bit respected. But when you're downloading to pay and watch something and have to enter a, 
you know, 60 day free contract, you got to cancel before you get an annual subscription fee, for example, or monthly fees for 12 months. I guess your expectation of something quality is uh, probably a lot higher because you have to enter into a contract maybe to watch it on HBO Max, let's say, versus going to the cinema. And so therefore, as soon as you watch it, you feel more apt to diss it. Maybe. Well, I think I'd yeah, I'd feel more apt at the theater or something than if I watched it on tele. The quality I feel will be better than the theater than if it's something I stream because a streaming quality is below theater quality, especially the sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and that that could have an effect on your review too. You know, yeah. I think the world is just pissy right now. Well, it wasn't as bad as the article that I sent you that the uh, journalist said the oh. woman was a rapist. So I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most ridiculous take I've ever heard. Chris Pine movie. didn't have a choice. Or I was Steve really Trevor. upset about that. But anyways. What were you going to say, Brian? I just, I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. I feel like anymore, like, somebody's going to shit on it. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what. It could, I mean, it, it. Out of name it something, and people were sh- just shitting on it. Yeah, well, that's the purpose just, of social media is to shit on everybody. <laughs> They're shitting I on them a to fucking make fun of Jason. <laughs> and you know what? I <laughs> I respect anal. that, Brian. I respect that. <laughs> uh, Not just to throw shade, but throw anal. I mean, come on, let's be serious. Yeah. <laughs> social media is mostly for throwing anal. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> All right, hashtag throwing anal. We're going to make this stick. <laughs> Let's make it stick. <laughs> make it stick like shitting in a sink. If anybody of the Hobie listeners would like to send Jeff to an anal workshop next year, please let us know. <laughs> or Jim, or Jim, either one. Uh, Just not both. No, no, that would be weird. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Are you guys related? <laughs> well, you forget Jim's old intro. No, he is a power bottom. <laughs> I am the power bottom. That's <laughs> <so>. <laughs> uh, Jeff, what do we got upcoming? <laughs> upcoming, we have Zombie Bro. Zombie Bro. They say blood is thicker than water, but does just does infected zombie blood count? When Francine catches her brother Teddy in the act of attack, she must convince Ma and Pa they're in danger, and worst of all, figure out a way to get rid of her beloved brother. Along the way, Francine learns to defend herself, makes a best friend for life, and becomes closer to her idol, her father. Okay. And we also have Average Joe. Average Joe. Let's see. Uh, the plot is unknown at this time. <laughs> or it could be this movie that was released in 2019. <laughs> a brick salesman in southeastern North Carolina discovers that his wife is a serial cheater and struggles to survive the aftermath and divorce. He's a brick but salesman? A brick salesman. But literally, there is a movie coming out in 2021 called Average Joe, and I can't find a plot for it. <laughs> anyway. I'm going with that, Jim. The plot is unknown. I like that. Uh, 
Uh, let's see. You, know, you go with the uh, 2011 average Joe on the Raw. What? Or maybe it's just a re-release of Dodgeball, uh, yeah. true underdog story. <laughs> I almost read Dodgeball. Uh. <laughs> Steve the Pirate. We had a pirate? Who? <laughs> Arg? The guy who dresses like a pirate. Hmm. That, wouldn't be, that wouldn't make a very good movie, movie poster. Hmm. <laughs> Average Joe's. The plot is unknown. That's <laughs> <laughs> <I missed> five. <laughs> Uh, top five. Top five. Uh, this uh, week is a rehash. Uh, it's a redo. Uh, it was so good two years ago at the Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 17th through the 19th, that we redid it, and it's top five favorite sidekicks. Not side dishes that Randall did two years ago. Sidekicks. I almost did side dishes. You could have. I don't care. I, I, I could have, but I tweeted out side dishes. You no, I didn't see. I didn't see. And that after tweeted out other sidekicks. <laughs> like this yeah, is it was sidekicks, side Randall, not side chicks. <laughs> mm. yeah, Randall did do side chicks too. <laughs> kicks. Uh, I guess uh, there chicks. goes there goes my top five. Well, I didn't see the tweeters, so I hope none of mine uh, overmatch, overlap the tweeters. Well, Jeff, you go first. What's your number five? Suzuki sidekick. I do not. I do not have the Suzuki. I do have the T-Mobile phone. (laughs) T-Mobile phone is my number five sidekick because you can turn it sideways to text and still have a little screen pop up. I tweeted that one already. (laughs) Well, I didn't know you tweeted that one, but it's on my list. Well, what's your number five, Jeff? I just told you it was the T-Mobile sidekick. Oh, you were being serious. Okay, okay. Uh, Brian, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is Hobied. I've got Cal Naughton Jr. and Dale Doback. Dale. <laughs> is Dale the sidekick or is Brennan the sidekick? I think they're sidekicks to each other. Okay. Double sidekicks? Double, Double. Um, Actually, Gus Zinski is the best sidekick that uh, that, that actor played. Uh, my number five was Andy Richter, Conan's sidekick. Uh, loyal to a fault, and uh, he went away and came back. Conan was good. Uh, but then Andy Cava had to next dimension, I think. So there you go. Well, he didn't really come back. Conan moved to L.A. Correct. Correct. To bring Andy back. Because Andy moved to L.A. a while ago. And then Conan brought his show to L.A. as opposed to New York. And Conan's show is ending this year on TBS. And going it to is. HBO Max. It's a different, going to be a different type altogether, isn't it? Though? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Blake, what's your number five? Well, I, I did uh, see a couple Facebook entries, and when I saw Nisi's top five, I almost quit. So, <laughs> we'll I get figured, to those. how am I going to top that? But uh, So I did. So I'm like, all right, I had to put a spin on it. All right, let's pretend I really needed a sidekick for whatever I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever – you know, cha- you know, challenges that that I come across in life. So my number five would be uh, uh, Willow Rosenberg. 
sidekick to Buffy. I figure, you know, she dabbles in witchcraft. She can help me out with some spells and stuff. And if things got really boring, you know. <laughs> she could go to band camp. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> that you. was an honorable mention. <laughs> uh, Jim, what's your number five? My number five is General Disarray. <laughs> Who? General Disarray. He's a sidekick to Professor Chaos. No, no. The bad guy from Cumin Friends? No. Huh? And you guys guys think you watch South Park. Go away. Oh, that case. Uh, Butters. Butters. Okay, I gotcha. Butters. Yeah. I haven't watched watched South Park in a while. Okay. I've been watching it the entire time we've been doing the show. (laughs) Uh, What's your number four, Jimmy? Uh, My number four is going to be Randy Hickey. Who's my that? My name is Earl. My name is Earl. Oh. Okay. Ethan Supley. Ethan Supley. My name is Earl. He is great. You could, you could have just put Ethan Supley because he's awesome in everything. Willem. <laughs> Can't find the fucking schooner. Uh, Blake, what's your number four? Stupid. <laughs> you know, I, I really try to save money by not taking my car to the, uh, you know, to the uh, repairman and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, you know, I could really use some R2-D2. Ah, okay. Okay. It'd be a great sidekick, especially when I'm in the garage. Well, well, Blake. Especially if you owned a Suzuki sidekick, because that's always <laughs> in, the, I mean, in, the, <laughs> in the shop. I mean, he could, just, he could just plug into it and fix everything for him. Blake, I'll, I'll keep with your Star Wars theme. I went uh, K2SO. Yeah. And, oh, and, and if your trash compactor breaks... Uh, he's yeah. your man. Boom, right there. Fixed. He has a blowtorch that he's never used ever since, you know, Phantom Menace. Uh, you can light your stogies. Technically. Well, that's right. He stopped using his jetpacks uh, after True. the Empire fell. Well, you could use that to get on my roof to fix stuff. <laughs> so could Apache Chief. Uh, <laughs> that tra- truck. Well, that's your number one. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the garage, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my number four was K2SO uh, from uh, Rogue One. Uh, it's uh, Alan Tudyk's voice, and uh, he's an awesome robot. Loved him. Uh, really yeah. good. He was only in one show, but uh, one film, but it was really good. So I like him. He was loyal to the end. Correct. I, I'm surprised they didn't bring those characters back in future films. <laughs> I think they could survive. You know, I think you could do an entire list of just Alan Tudyk characters on Sunkicks. You, you know, they, they may bring them back for that Cassian series. They, Yeah, I think they will, somehow. Well, um, it's a prequel, wouldn't it be? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a prequel. Yeah. So that's how you bring them back. Yeah. Uh, Brian, what's your number four? Uh, number four, another Hobie for me. Um, Ellis Redding and Lucius Fox. Mm. Uh, yeah, Lucius Fox on on my honorable mention list. Good old the Morgan uh, Nelson Nelson Mandela, the Morgan Freeman one. <laughs> yes, yep. the Morgan Freeman one. <laughs> Some people just want to watch both the movie for both. Well. I got it. I know. So so Nelson Mandela was what the sidekick to uh, Africa. 
no, part time. The, oh, wow. Part-time. Uh, the, the sidekick to Matt Damon's character in Evictus. Yes. Jim, get out. Say <laughs> you can play H2. Jeff, what's your number four? Nicholas. Uh, my number four sidekick is the uh, Leatherman multi tool sidekick. I have one. It is a good sidekick. Get out. Uh, that was also one of them I tweeted. <laughs> I didn't see your tweeters. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I'm positive. I wasn't on Twitter all day. Well, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is the Chuck Norris, Jonathan Brandis, Danica McKellar movie, <laughs> Sidekicks. I tweeted that. <laughs> Somebody tweeted that yet? Coming. Uh, Brian, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is Apollo Creed. Oh, okay. He's a sidekick to no one. That's right. Uh, he becomes Rocky's sidekick. That's embarrassing. Uh, well, Rocky dies, doesn't die, and he does. So what? Spoilers! <laughs> Spoilers! Uh, Rocky live. Let's see. My number three is uh, Hit Girl uh, from Kick-Ass Movies. Love Hit Girl. Uh, pretty good sidekick. Um, I I don't know if you want to deal with a preteen girl. They're pretty tough to deal with, Jason. I, she kicks some ass. She I love her character. So, and that's uh, not even her name. <laughs> kick ass. That's right. It isn't. It's Hit Girl. Uh, bra- uh, Blake, whoever your name is, three, number three. Number three. You know when I'm traipsing about town and visit Dana Gardens, you know, there are a lot of people that, you know, want to beat me up or shoot me or kill me or you know i make a lot of enemies over the years I mean, who else than braun to cover my ass from game that was my number three. <laughs> did jim just eat the phone <laughs> yeah what jim you're too yeah. close <laughs> that was my number three oh, now you're too far life, man and i you guys could use braun at the you know at the dana he would be a great bouncer. He would. You just got to make sure you pay him enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's uh, the only the downside lat- to Braun. The lateral uh, offered to up my pay if I come and beat the crap out of you. <laughs> I have to double it. So that's Jim's number three. Jim, what's your number two? My number two is Pinky. Ah. And the brain, 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 brain. 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 What are we going to do tonight? Because Burlap chafes him so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blake, number two. You know, throughout my endeavors in life, you always need a Samwise Gamgee. Everyone needs a Samwise Gamgee. You know, he'll carry you. He'll cook for you. He'll even fight trolls for you. What is that? Yeah, we He's shouldn't walking, Not the walking tree. Okay. Lord of the Rings? Yes. Okay. Okay. Is that a uh, Sean Astin's character? Yes. Oh, okay. it's Rudy. Yes, Rudy. Thank you. <laughs> You're it's <welcome>. Bob. <laughs> uh, my number two uh, is uh, Luigi from the Mario Brothers uh, because he Luigi. should. He's all. I always like playing Luigi. He's better character. He's quicker. Um, he can float if a little I've... bit better. If I was going for a sidekick in that universe, it would be Waluigi. Oh, Waluigi's fun, too. I do like him. 
Waluigi. Uh, yeah, so fuck Mario. Uh, what do you got, uh, Brian? Number three. Well, you, well, you would, because Mario's not a sidekick. Or how about number two? Yeah. Number two. Number two, Brian. Thank you, Jim. Uh, my number two is Deacon Palmer from King of Queens. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is the best part of that show, I guess. Uh, I thought Pat Oswalt was. Uh, yeah. Number two for you, Jeff. Uh, my number two sidekick is the uh, Pediasure Protein Nutrition Shake. I did not have that. Oh, I had one Jim didn't have. <laughs> hey, they come in multiple flavors, including <laughs> strawberry. What's your number one, Jeff? <laughs> uh, hey, what? Uh, just before you give your number one, you know what kind of jerk dad drinks your daughter's Pedialyte because you're a hungover asshole? What <laughs> does this All happen? All of them should if you're hungover, <laughs> <laughs> but not your kid's Pedialyte. <laughs> You buy your own Pedialyte. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. But this is Pediasure. This is Pediasure. Yeah, it's a different one. Okay. Uh, My my number one is uh, two ounces of cognac, three quarters ounce of triple sec, an ounce of lime, or an ounce of orange juice, and a (laughs) half ounce of lime juice. No, it's a sidekick. (laughs) Have you ever had a sidekick? No, but I imagine with putting all those flavors together, and it has alcohol in it, so that beats everything else on my list. There you go. First drink I buy it when we're both back at the DG. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Jim, write it down. Uh, Brian, I'm not write making it down. sidekicks. <laughs> you're, you're gonna oh, yeah, get, no. a, you're gonna get getting... a blue moon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, as long as I get the orange slice, that's my vitamin C. <laughs> And it'll still have the sticker on it. <laughs> it's even better. Because those are edible. <laughs> that way I know it's fresh. Well, little behind-the-scenes humor from uh, from Dana's for you guys. <laughs> uh, listen to the Dana's podcast on the Hobie Network. Uh, it's all, it's Dana's uh, Gardens Bar podcast. It's on after Stump. <laughs> The political podcast. Uh, let's see. You can find it on Parlor. Uh, what's your number one? That was my number one. Oh, sorry. Brian, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is Dwight Schrute. Ah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. I thought about him, but he did try to stab Michael in the back a lot. He would always try to take your position. But those are... The best sidekicks, or at least the most entertaining ones. But then when you catch him doing it, he has to do your laundry. True. You could always put a stapler in Jello. Uh, let's see here. Uh, my number oh, one back. is uh, loyal to a fault. Uh, he's funny. Good sidekick. Barney Fife from uh, from Mayberry. Yep. It's Andy Griffith show. All that loyal. He left the show before it ended. Character. And if you get into a shootout, he's no good to you. Uh, yeah, he only has one bullet. Neither is Andy and Griffith. It's pocket. And it's in his pocket. Andy doesn't even have a, a gun. <laughs> he's better than Andy. He doesn't need one. Fucking <laughs> a Barney Fife, man. I, I love Barney Fife. Would uh, he be more of a hindrance to you than 
A good sidekick. Well, here's the thing. Uh, they're making a prequel series about Barney Fife, and the reason he only has one bull is that he usually uses them all, and he went on a murder spree before he came to Mayberry. So it, it's a dark, dark prequel they're coming out with. He, he, he's the reason why they're outlawing uh, multi-capacity magazines. <laughs> <laughs> B, I don't want your paws. Stop asking. Uh, number one for you, Blake. My number one for me, I I super hobied it, man. I, what what better sidekick than any Bond girl? <laughs> well, every Bond girl, even Doctor Christmas, Bond girl, even Doctor Christmas. And, and you know the best part is even Doctor Christmas. Yeah, even Doctor Christmas. And you know what the best part is? They're always coming and going. <laughs> <laughs> from this moment on, <laughs> this moment. Jim, what's your number one? Oh, I, I think it all—I think it has to be what Theo from uh, Million Little Things. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That fucking brat. It's not. Jeez My number one geez. is Burton Guster. <laughs> from what? Psych. Oh, okay. I thought you really were going to go with Theo. I was going to have to have words I, with you. I, I really he went for the other James Roday show. Yes. Yeah. I, I really enjoy half my list that Jason doesn't even know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay, Jim. That's okay. Uh, as long as you don't put Theo on there. That fucking brat. <laughs> he's not a sidekick. He's a star. How come he couldn't get hit by the car? <laughs> Jesus. Because uh. he... I, I hope I hope Theo develops a drinking problem this season. <laughs> At twelve, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> He's addicted to porn and watching uh, and drinking. <laughs> that fucking character, God. because uh. yeah. Barney Fife is better. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore it. I'm going to take the high road, Ryan. I had a Quibi joke ready to go, but I kept the high road here. I kept it. Well, all I'm saying last year you took the low road, and I took the high road. So this year, I'm taking the low road, and you you can take the high road. That's fine. I just missed the fax machine. This is uh, new New Year's Hobie resolution. So yeah, the, that fax machine is never coming back. <laughs> oh, man, it got office. It got office spaced. Uh, <laughs> so brutal. Before we get to honorable mentions, let's go through some fans, uh, listener ones. I put some honorable mentions for fun. I'll only read them if uh, they're not covered by the fans. That's what I was doing. Uh, Steve from EILFM. Also, I'll be on Steve's show uh, and Steve and Izzy's show in March uh, when we do the (laughs) comedy Passion of the Christ. Uh, Let's see. And you'll be throwing anal. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Wow. Stop. Are you going to tell them how many times Jesus was whipped? 274. Uh, <laughs> we counted. We did. Stop <laughs> well, whipping like him. Like 11 was the over under? Yes. <laughs> no, I think we even got up into the 70s for over under. <laughs> Should we stop counting? Ridiculous. Should we stop counting? No, I'm kind of intrigued to see how many times we whip him. <laughs> well, we, we weren't quite sure how we count like the like. Cat of nine tails whip is that nine separate whips or one whip? 
You know, <laughs> fun fact about nine. that film from IMDb trivia is that Jim Caviezel actually died and was resurrected three days later. <laughs> kind of very interesting. Very interesting. Because he, well, because he is, <laughs> Unlike a, his he is a method actor. He's a method actor. <laughs> and he actually said, no, really whip me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me those nails. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, How is Jack Burton a sidekick? I don't know. He's the main character. He's the main character. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Who twist is this? Steve from uh, EILFM. Oh. Chewie from Star Wars. Uh, the genie. Actually, actually, Han is his sidekick. Uh, the genie in Aladdin. Uh, Mort, Morty from Rick and Morty. Uh, Harry Potter as Hermione's sidekick because she's the real star of that franchise. Uh, let's I, see here. I think if I was picking Aladdin, I'd pick Iago. He was a cooler sidekick. I like this one. Uh, Brian Auer had Agent 99 from Get Smart. Love me some yeah. Get Smart. And Hathaway. Uh, no. Brain from <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Uh, Rue, Sharuk, Kodu, and Podu from Beastmaster. <laughs> Polly from Shipwreck and Chewbacca. He didn't say what film Chewbacca's from, though. I don't know. Uh, Nisi, she had a good one. I, I, I don't think Polly is from Shipwreck. I think Polly is oh! Shipwreck's sidekick. <laughs> Sorry, I thought he was going through movies. Shipwreck from G.I. <laughs> Joe. My bad. My bad. Shipwreck's pirate or parrot. <laughs> My bad. Anyways, Nisi had here's that makes his list more fun for me. I like his list a lot now. Uh, Nisi had uh, Snowman to Bandit, Hit Girl to Kick Ass, uh, Garth to Wayne, Mini Me to Doctor Evil, and Jay to Silent Bob. Snoochie Boochies. Snoochie Boochies. Snoochie Boochies. Uh, let's see here. Jason Foley. He had a couple. He had the Drunk Boat Captain to the Archer in the Fellowship of the Rings. I I think he does he have the right sidekick? He's calling uh Jack Sparrow the sidekick in that. I don't know. He said the drunk boat captain to the archer in the fellowship. Yeah. Orlando Bloom was the archer from the fellowship. Oh and I got it now. I gotcha. You see what he's doing there? Yeah. Well technically Orlando Bloom was supposed to be the main star of that series. Then Technically. Then it came out. <laughs> then they made the movie. Yes. And, <laughs> The scoundrel to the whiny kid that eventually trusted his instincts and blew up not a moon. Oh, Han Solo. <laughs> oh. And the dad from Family Matters to the detective in the number one Christmas movie. That would be Die Hard. <laughs> nice. Nice. I like that one. Uh, let's see here. We got a couple other ones we'll get through here. Doug, number one fan, had uh, number five, Jason. Number four, Blake. This is the best list. <laughs> Number three, Scab Jeff. Number two, Jeff. Number one, Jim. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't even put well, his own star. You're the star, oh, Brian. Sidekick. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> awesome. his, son is, his son is the star of the show. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. <clears throat> uh, Randy, Randall Holt, RJ Holt 666. He's not evil. Uh, he had Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> <laughs> Giselle Boonston. Oh, this is side side chicks. Okay. Side chicks. <laughs> Alicia Keys. <laughs> Angeline Jolie. 
and Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> well done. I still like your mashed potatoes better. Uh, uh, let's see. Big Dev. <sighs> he had Enziguri, the Yoko Jiri, the, <laughs> the Skipping Sidekick, <laughs> the t- Tiger Faint Kick, and number one, obviously, Sweet Chin Music from Shawn Michaels. <laughs> They're actual side kicks. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well Nikki. <laughs> like Instagram. I'm like, well, I don't think I know who that is. <laughs> Nikki from New Zealand. First off, congrats on your new baby next week. Uh, let's see here. Uh, sidekick. Uh, sidekick LX was number five. Sidekick ID. Uh, sidekick three. Sidekick two. And sidekick. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, Jimmy, wait, Jim, Jim, keep, no, Jim, stop sending them in. Uh, Stork, a besotted geek had short Jimmy round. Jimmy Riggins had two. <laughs> short round. Uh, number four, Felix Lita. Lighter. Lighter. Uh, yeah, Felix Lighter. Number three, Luigi. Number two, Dick Grayson. Good call. Number one, the 1990 movie starring Jonathan Brandis and Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mention, the intern fax machine. <laughs> Those are fighting words. And finally, Kevin, at formerly Cincy Explorer, had Paul Schaefer. Oh, that's a good one. Garth, uh, Dwight Schrute, Goose, and Chewbacca. Honorable mention, Robin Quivers. Pedro Sanchez and George Costanza. Thought about George. That was a good one, too. I had Costanza on my uh, honorable mention. Anyone else have honorable mentions? I had the Suzuki sidekick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Brody from uh, Mallrats. Oh, that's a good one. You didn't, good. Have, you didn't have the sidekick app, Jeff, that let you do like Brody. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't understand that sidekick app. I couldn't figure out what it did. So <laughs> if I can't figure it out, it ain't going to be on my list. At least Pedia, sure, I know what that does. <laughs> Blake, you got anything? Yeah, uh, more people that I could use in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lone Gunman from the X-Files. Mm-hmm. Alfred, the one from Gotham. Oh. Yeah. Does he actually punch something? Somebody? Yeah. Doc Holliday from Tombstone. Oh, good sight. Did you pick Alfred from Gotham, the TV series, because he did something the police yes. couldn't do? Stop crime? And he can cook for me. Yes. <laughs> good call. Yes. And uh, and then both Kato's. The Kato from the Green Hornet and the Kato from the Pink Panther series. Oh. And Kato Kalen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, all you do is live out in my shed in the backyard. <laughs> Well, Is that enough? That's what a sidekick does. September 17th through the 19th, CatoCon. And I, coming and to for some Duke reason, I wrote down so. Andrew Ridgely. I don't know why, but... <laughs> Andrew Ridgely. <laughs> <laughs> Wake me up before you go-go. I, I want to congratulate myself on making it through uh, another uh, uh, year of not hearing uh, Wham's Christmas song. Wham, I made it. This I year was very easy since I didn't leave the house. Yeah, I completed it <laughs> Whamageddon, so <laughs> it was pretty easy to, to make it through Whamageddon. Uh, 
Yeah, hopefully two. You know, I almost used my jukebox app to constantly try and play songs at uh, Dana Gardens from Mariah <laughs> Carey. <laughs> Do it remotely and torture well, you. It was nice enough that we had a few people there for a private party for New Year's, and the one girl kept on playing the song. What song would that be? I'm not going to mention it. But now that Christmas is over, Mariah Carey can return to the sea only to uh, emerge again next year. <laughs> you know, she was the only thing missing from the shitty New Year's shows this year, wasn't she? Uh, could you tell me, someone tell me what Jennifer Lopez was wearing? I can't. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't watch them. Niecy's, uh, Niecy said that her husband thought it was an S&M cage. Uh <laughs> I think that's who said it. Somebody did. Somebody said it was S and M cage. Uh, I'm not really sure uh, what it was. It was like oh, a giant. Maybe she's trying to be bird cage. You know, contemporary and you know having to compete with that WAP stuff. Yeah. Uh, bad idea of the week number eight hundred and two. Uh, Mariah Carey. So there you go. <laughs> He's a horrible idea. <laughs> All I want for Christmas. Uh, anyways, so thanks everybody for listening. Hopefully, 2021 is better. Hopefully, if we don't get the flu from COVID vaccines, we'll all be in the studio sometime this year. Maybe. Hopefully. My chair is painted. Hey, yeah. Jeff. Or Jim, what? whatever your name is. Jim, I took your chair to the anal workshop. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, he wasn't wearing pants. <laughs> he got his ass groove in your chair. Actually, it, it was his the Mac. Was it, it's now the Mac 2000. Was that from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? <laughs> the, the sex doll? The Mac's exercise chair? Yeah. Oh. Ass blaster? Yeah, the ass blaster. I did use my toe knife on it. Uh, let's see. So, titles for the show. Anybody got anything? We're not doing anal oh, workshop. Yeah. <laughs> I got I'm... anal workshop. <laughs> side chicks and side kicks. <laughs> I have Hobie casting couch. <laughs> I've got uh, funky cold Moderna. <laughs> I got I got to the death. Ooh. I got. I don't think that's an earth I want to live on. Uh, Nelson Mandela was a sidekick of apartheid. <laughs> <laughs> oh god no. a lot like an anal workshop <laughs> I said no uh, you just said no to anal workshop I added to it because oh. Barney Fife is better what was that? because Barney, Barney Fife is better I had that too because Barney Fife is better question mark uh, the plot is unknown at this time I had the plot is unknown <laughs> <laughs> I like that one you <laughs> say his title is unknown at this time. <laughs> title is unknown at this time. I uh, had the corpse of Chris Penn. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I almost wrote that down. <laughs> wow. I had squatter's rights. Uh, I, I had uh, You've Only Asked Once. And Shut Up, Meg. <laughs> Shut Up, Meg. I do like the side chicks and uh, side kicks from Blake. Uh, I do like the plot is unknown, though. Brian, you got anything? Uh, Let's see. I've got Hobie says plot is unknown. (laughs) Uh, Hashtag throwing anal. 
this podcast is an anal workshop. Uh, God, I close it. the McDonald's. Uh, China, the dead wrestler? Question mark. Um, and since it's very prevalent. Uh, Josh Gad has no butthole. <laughs> so he couldn't go to the workshop. Or maybe he should go to the workshop. Yeah, he'll go to the mouth workshop. He'll be fine. Uh, so I that guess everyone... the oral workshop. Yes, yeah, oral. Sorry. <laughs> the mouth workshop. <laughs> <laughs> the mouth I could do that for, do that for this, a This podcast title. is a mouth workshop. <laughs> the mouth workshop. <laughs> This podcast is a mouth workshop. <laughs> uh, okay, so where are we going with? <laughs> uh, this, the plot is unknown. Plot is unknown Sounds at this good. time. This time. At this time. At this at time. This okay. Thanks everybody for listening. And uh, or in a workshop. Stop it. <laughs> We'll be back next week. Oral workshop. Stop it. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, we ready? Sound good in there? All right, cool. All right, uh, Alan Sherman, 12 Days of Christmas parody for History of Bad Ideas, take one. On the first day of Christmas, Hobie gave to me a Japanese transistor radio on the s- what? Really? Um, all right. Okay, all right. I, I can do it. Okay. Uh, Alan Sherman, 12 Days of Christmas Parody for History of Bad Ideas, take two. On the first day of Christmas, Hobie gave to me a history of bad ideas, I owe you. On the second day of Christmas, Hobie gave to me green polka dot pajamas and a history of bad ideas. I, what? R- really? Well, that too? Um, okay. All right. All right, okay. We'll, uh, we'll take it from the top again. All right. Uh, Alan Sherman, 12 Days of Christmas Parody for History of Bad Ideas, take three. On the first day of Christmas, Hobie gave to me a history of bad ideas, I owe you. On the second day of Christmas, Hobie gave to me two IOUs and a history of bad ideas, I owe you. It's a Nakashuma. On the third day of Christmas, Hobie gave to me a calendar book with a name of my insurance man, two IOUs and a... Now what? Are you serious? They didn't get the calendar, but... Uh, okay, uh, all right, fine, fine, fine. All right, can you, can you just dub this in? Just, just dub this in. I don't want to start from the beginning again, okay? All right, all right, cool. Let's see, where am I? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three IOUs, two IOUs, and a history of bad ideas, IOU. It's better than money. On the fourth day of Christmas, Hobie gave to me... Are you... Really? Nothing? Not the whole thing? I mean, what the fuck? 
what the fuck am I doing the song for then? Uh, all right, fine. I'm, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I just, let's just get this over with, okay? 12 IOUs, 11 IOUs, 10 IOUs, 9 IOUs, 8 IOUs, 7 IOUs, 6 IOUs, 5 IOUs, 4 IOUs, 3 IOUs, 2 IOUs, and a history of bad ideas, IOUs. You are listening to a hobby.